Welcome to Kingsway's weekly podcast. We hope this message blesses you. This afternoon, we're talking about uh, John. So, um, we're talking about John, um, chapter 12. And um, I don't know whether you've got the Passion Version at all. Does anyone, would anyone like to read bits of it for me, please? Um... If we uh, start from um, chapter 12, verse 1, um, read to verse 7, or verse 8, actually. Um, Would anyone read that for me, please? So six days before the Passover feast, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, who had died, and whom he had raised from the dead. So they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of ointment of pure liquid nard, a rare perfume, that was very expensive, and she poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. And the whole house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, the one of his disciples who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii? a year's wages for an ordinary workman, and that money given to the poor or the destitute. Now he did not say this because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. And having the bag, the money box, the purse of the twelve, he took for himself what was put into it. But Jesus said, let her alone. It was intended that she should keep it for the time of my preparation for burial. She's kept it that she might have it for the time of my embalming. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Thank you very much. Okay, um, now I'm not sure when we read chapter 11, um, but um, reading about this chapter um, and what happens in this chapter is all quite interesting. Um, Now, I believe in chapter 11, um, it's all about dishonouring God and dishonouring Jesus. Um, And towards the end, chapter uh, verses 45 onwards, is where the Pharisees and the chief priests are all plotting the bad enough. Um, They feel as though if Jesus carries on as he is, um, then um, he's going to basically win people over and take them with him, and they're going to be left... um, in the middle of things, um, and apparently um, they're worried about the Romans uh, then coming in and taking over. So this chapter completely um, is a reversal of that, um, and it is where we honour, or where Jesus is completely honoured um, by not just Mary, um, but by many different people, and all for different reasons. Um, so the first question is, what is honour? <coughs> How do we honour someone? Um, what's it What's it mean to honour someone? Sarah? I've always thought it's a mixture of love and respect. Yep. Yep. If I say that to myself, then I understand that. Yeah. What sort of love? In the sense of if you're honouring someone, is it just sort of... Yeah, deep sort of respect, isn't it? Um, it's 
I mean, you can, yeah. I'm sweating in the corner, so it's all right. Um, So respect, love. Um, anyone else? It's placing a high value on something. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I think. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's exactly what Paul said. I think it's like placing a high value or like on like their opinion or their advice or something like that. Yeah. Brilliant. So, um, if you turn us, it's, it's sort of without question, it's a high value. Um, it's, you're sort of loving someone without measure. So, and that remembering that, um, and the fact that sort of chapter twelve now changes, and it's now sort of like Jesus time. It's uh, Jesus. Um, I don't think he's. I don't know whether he's worried or whether he's just concerned because um, he's now found out that Pharisees and the Jews, um, you know, want to kill him. Um, I don't know whether he's worried about that, but anyway, he's um, he's on his way. This is six days before the Passover, so he's on his way to Jerusalem. Well, does anyone know what the Passover is? Everyone know? You do. That's good. Anyone like to explain what the Pass- Passover is about? The last night in Egypt. <laughs> yeah. Jews remember it. The last night. Brilliant. Thank you, Tim. Um, so, the Passover feast happens in Jerusalem, and um, it's a time when everyone comes together really and celebrates. Um, so, where where is Jesus at that point? Sort of leading up to the Passover feast. Where has he gone? He's gone. He's gone to town of Bethany. Um, Dear friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what's the sort of reason why he's there? Do we know? Why is he gone? He's just raised Lazarus from the dead, so they're probably on a bit of a celebration. Yeah. Yeah. And he's gone to their house because. We celebrate Passover meal. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, that's brilliant. And also, do we think that because obviously Lazarus has got a lot of attention, you know, he's just been raised from the dead, um, and um, it's not. He's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that happens every day, really. Um, so um, it could be the fact that Jesus was going to go and see him just to make sure he's all right. Um, he was sort of passing, it's on the way to Jerusalem. Um, he's going to make sure that he's a good friend. He's actually coping with his second life, if you like. Um, and while he's there, what happens? Well, Lazarus um, decides that he's going to honour Jesus in the fact that he's invited him to supper. Now, he says it's a great feast. Um, so, I presume um, he said, he's invited Jesus and the disciples. I don't know whether there's loads of other people there or whether it's just like a little closed affair with family. Um, and um, Martha 
Mary's sister, um, Lazarus' sister. Now she honours Jesus by waiting at the table. Um, so there's a whole theme of sort of everyone's honouring Jesus at this time, even though the whole thing seems to be sort of centred around Mary. Um, so M- Martha um, is honouring Jesus by waiting on the table, or at the table, I should say. Um, and then Mary comes along with a nice big pot of expensive oil um, and breaks it open and uh, over Jesus' head and his feet and then cleans it up with the hair. Um, now, does anyone want to go into that a little bit more detail? Um, what is the significance of the oil? Okay. What do we need, mean by anointing? Well, it's sort of declaring um, special calling. Right. As I see it, so I want to think as I think when I see that when I read that passage. Um, yeah, Sonia. I think um, it's really unlikely to put oil on feet because um, the streets were really dirty. That's why it was so uh, revolutionary that Jesus washed his disciples' feet. Yeah. So usually that was really disgusting job. So Just and then she horrible. used her hair to. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard it also like the, the oil, I think it was quite expensive as well. Yeah, it does go on about the expense of it. Yeah. Does it say that? It does. A year's wages. Forgive me for googling, but apparently it didn't even. It was like China, India, or Nepal that it grows in. So. Yeah. Pure nard. Yes. Um, it's worth. It says it's worth about a year's wages. Um, it goes on about sort of like three hundred denarii. But I don't know what that's. To put, um, it's about twenty-six thousand pounds in today's money. Wonderful. So Excellent. go say go say what twenty-six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nip down to Harrods, buy yourself some perfume. Well, yeah. And then find someone to pour it all over. Yeah. And if you. That's <laughs> it. I did go on the internet and see if I could buy some. Um, and it is quite expensive, but you're only talking for a little pot that big. You know, it's tiny. Um, so the fact that they had this. This litre. This litre. So it's a pint, isn't it? Um, a litre. Um, and she um, broke it. So she, she didn't just she didn't just sort of pour a little bit. She literally broke it. Um, now, the other question is, was it hers? Um, it could have just been sat there. Some um, I was been reading in some um, in Matthew and Mark. It talks it talks about some sort of um, event happening, um, and it says it doesn't actually mention Mary herself. Um, but it says it's um, a, a woman um, uh, anointed Jesus' feet. Now, some um, explanations say that that was um, a different time and not the same um, the same meal. Um, but it was still this sort of um, there was some anointing, um, and I was going with it. 
but it was expensive. Now, um, what it is, is the first of what I was trying to say, um, this previous time, which was a couple of days before Passover or something, um, it was only a little bit, whereas this is now about a litre. So this is like the remaining. So, like, was it someone else's oil that she's come along and just sort of cracked over his feet? Um, but it was expensive. Um, and um, then... I've not really gone into the bits about Judas because um, I thought well, it's a bit of a downer really isn't it um, what he then says about you know, it could have been sold and, and money given to the poor um, but the main thing is we're about we're sort of here about honouring Jesus well, it's a fair point though do you think? Yeah. why? <laughs> it's a lot of money it's a lot of money it's, uh, but some say it's an inheritance. It's someone's inheritance, so the, the oil has just been sat there. Now, Jesus did go on then to say afterwards that it was for his burial. So that's what I'm going to come on to later. Six, seven days later, he probably again. <laughs> <laughs> but do. But the other thing is, was it for Lazarus? Was it oil for Lazarus when he died? I don't know. Pardon? Then you may be thinking, well, he's already had it once. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. But, anyway. He said it because he didn't say it because he cared about the poor. No. But because he was a thief, he yeah. only saw the value of things yeah. monetarily. Yeah, he wanted so to take his part. No, he wasn't seeing the, what was happening. He wasn't kind of going, this is our yeah. moment. It's yeah. a bit the moment going yeah. here. He was all in his own mind. That was his thing that was wrong for him. You know, he was believing the Something's being purposed for a, de- a divine situation, really, monetary value should not come into the whatsoever, should it? No. It doesn't even come near. No. So, shouldn't be thinking of that. It's just. Yeah. Sorry, Sven, are you going to say something? Yeah, I'm not convinced still. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I would have probably said the exact same thing because, I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Jesus says, if you do something for, I don't know, can call it for your least of it. Yes, so you've done it to me, so he's kind of saying something else there. So um, I guess there must be like a really big thing going on there. I'm not really satisfied with the explanation so far because, I mean, Have just you, you had the opportunity to anoint Jesus. Which, was it 26,000? I don't know if I would that even into your head. Why, no, why would I anoint Jesus? 
Because of their intent. Not what Jesus said, not his point. Yes. But his heart. Because he wasn't actually genuinely going to say, if seriously, we'll sell it and we'll give it to the poor. Yeah. I think Jesus is looking at him going, I see who you are. And let's face it, you were never given that money. Not the idea of not the idea of not giving the poor, but actually who said it, how he said it, is more I think how I read it that Jesus has disagreed. So I think it also places the value that Jesus had on intimacy between yeah. individuals as well. Until <coughs> that moment of intimacy that he had with Mary, and he saw the value of that. Yeah. I think it's like what Belinda was saying, it's kind of like there's these two um, people. There's one Mary with like an attitude of like extravagance, and then there's Judas who's like kind of got a mindset of like sort of stinginess or whatever. And he's kind of seen it as a waste, whereas she's seen it as like a it's like a worthy <coughs> gift sort of thing. Yeah, it's worth it. And I think it's more like Jesus is kind of addressing his heart rather than his actual question or sort of thing. Maybe. It's interesting to contrast it with Zacchaeus. You know, Zacchaeus is saying, look, here and now, I give half my possessions to the poor. Yeah. And Jesus is like, today salvation has come. <laughs> yeah. I think the main thing for me is, you know, creating monetary value and the other guy for a minute, it, it just demonstrates this lady the look. Yeah. Absolutely ludicrous amount to give. Yeah. But, yeah, forget the money, it's, yeah. it, she must have loved you. Yeah. I think that may be answered Stephanie's question because you just said you weren't quite understanding um, what we were getting out of this, and you said, why would I love Jesus? Why should spend your own money? Jesus, does anyone have an answer to that? I'd say it's a love thing because yeah, I would I mean, want to. It's, it's a love thing. Like mum and dad, um, when we were younger, sold their house. Well, sold our house. And in a way, I see that as anointing Jesus, as, as saying, okay, um, Jesus, I so totally believe in everything. And love and adore you so much that I believe this is what you're saying, so I will do this. And in monetary value, it was massive, it was huge, but it wasn't just a case of anointing Jesus, it's the impact on the fact that they were selling that house to buy a house that wasn't just for them, it was so that other people could come and people that needed a home, that people needed a home, that needed a family, it went beyond that, and, and in a way that's. Jesus building his church, isn't it? And that's the whole point. Jesus wants to build his church on earth, which is bringing other people in. So that's what the books made of his act. And that is Jesus has wider implications. It's not just about announcing Jesus. It's just about ripping out and changing the people around at the same time. I just wonder if it doesn't, like, she using that really expensive oil doesn't make it a materialistic thing again. Because... I mean, the parents around here know they rather appreciate a self-made gift than a bought gift. So, yeah. like, on the intimacy level, I, 
like I get it from one side, but on the other side, wouldn't it just be like I would prefer someone spending time with me than spending money on me. Exactly. But Jesus didn't he didn't say think what you could have done with that, her you could have solved it. He didn't. Yeah. Judas is Whatever her, her relationship yeah. with Jesus, he knew her and he knew why she did it and yeah. he accepted it. And that's what Jesus then says in verse 7, isn't it? Yeah. Some people say that she's wept, that she was weeping, she was beside herself, but she knew what was going to happen. And she was probably trying to work out what that meant and the, the, the horror of what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look back at when uh, Jesus uh, went to Lazarus' house when he died, Jesus wept. And I kind of always put those two things together because. Um, it, again, it shows just how much she she got it. She got it, and she realised that um, she just it, it was probably it wasn't even probably a thoughtful thing that she did. She just kind of did it because she felt so strongly. She loved him, and, and she wanted to express it in a symbolic way, in this extravagant way. And um, yeah, she like her love languages. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I don't think she necessarily doesn't say that she took the meter of oil at once. Poured it over. She would break the top of the like you break a cask of wine or you'd actually smash it. You break a seal. So you're saying it's not literal break. It's pouring. But still you poured it all. Splashed everywhere, and that it was just poured on the feet, but it was used, or was used. Yeah. Yeah. Or that glass everywhere with bare feet. Thinking of the king and his burial, 
and that you know it's probably a lot of significance that maybe we do miss as well in in the story. Yeah, yeah, the king. It's very symbolic the way that she opened the seal as well, like you were saying. Or, seal. Yeah. But, um, because I'm breaking it open. Like, yeah, breaking the seal, and it's uh, her giving a life as well. You know, Just like, remember, Jonathan, the song we read this morning was what Sharon was saying. I think it's Psalm 67. Okay. It talks about um, the king's being, his clothes are yeah. scented with aloes and So it's done to sort of foresee saying that is the king, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's perfect. Um, I'm sorry. No, I'm going on then. Cool. Because I've been fasting for a while. Um, we went up to Adrian's uh, Wall in Trevor. And we went to the revenue in Trevor there for a while. What really, really struck me was um, it shows how brutal the Romans were. You know, when you read it in the Bible, it, it just brought to life. I would recommend that book, that museum. But um, it, it, that's how brutal they were. So, I mean, it, and they've been kind of keeping away, haven't they, from yeah. the Pharisees because they were going to get in. And then, for the walk into Jerusalem, everybody would have been able to smell it through a long Or sandals stuck to his feet because it's covered in oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Yes. So, um, I mean, I say it's like um, perfume and things like that. It does linger for a while, so you can, you know. Yeah, it wasn't. Anyway, um, so he then says at the end, "Hello, moving." Can I just? I get the feeling if Jesus could have sung a song at this point, it probably would. He probably would sing something along the line of, "It's not about the money, money." money." (laughs) If it had been written at that time, yeah. I think he probably would, but there was only one guy there talking about money, and that was Judas. Mm-hmm. And uh, the point is, if it's not about the money, what is it about? And yeah. um, Judas clipped, he threw up this smokescreen, didn't he? He said, it's not about the money, actually, anyway, it's me. It's about people. You know, we could have, thousands and thousands and thousands of people could have been fair. So it's kind of more about people, and there, there very much is a conversation in the air today that kind of the only way you can really meet with Jesus is by people. And uh, I think somehow this this might, if we want to lead it to that, but I'd probably not now, lead it into uh, that sort of discussion as well. But I think Jesus was saying it's not even about that. 
is, that is not exclusive. Yeah. Thank you for raising that one. But it's actually not about that either. I think the question is, it's something about recognition. Yeah. It's really, this whole thing is about recognition. I think he was saying, who do you have with you right now? Yeah. I was, I, was thinking, I was meditating on this. I was walking up, you know, kicking stones and bits of sand along and thinking, every single particle of sand on that I have extended my feet owes its existence, its very existence right now to the incredible, merciful, powerful, sustaining love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Every single particle of sand. And I think that's a recognition issue. All of this, all of it belongs to Jesus. Yeah. And it's entirely that recognition issue. It's not about money, it's not even about you. Yeah. It's about recognition. Who do you have with you right now? Yeah, you recognize it. Yeah. And, and this is a valid expression. Yeah. Thanks, Evan. Can I, can I play devil's advocate? No. <laughs> can, I, can I flip it a little bit and say it's it's absolutely about the money, right? Because what we talked about what we talked about earlier with the with the whole honour thing and the honour being valued, um, this pierces right to the heart of what is what's what I think is 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 valuable to people. Right. So we all we all read that and we're able to read it in, into that message. This stuff was important. Why? Because of the value that was attached to the money, and so therefore. I think to throw away and say it's not actually about money, this and that, I think we need to be wary because actually there's this message in that okay. to say there's, there's a point here that that's the closest thing, that, or that's the most tangible thing that we can say this is value and a lot. And so therefore that communicates something as well, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, that's fine, yeah. And it, you know, it was expensive. Okay, we've done sort of beat about the bush on that. It was expensive. But what he does then say is that uh, leave alone. Um, you know, we can have a chat about that some other time. Um, you always have the poor with you, but not me. Um, so the way I, I look at it is that it isn't about the money in this situation. Um, and, you know, um, Jesus was going to be dead not soon after um, what he was saying. So, you, you know, you're going to have the poor there. It talks about, um, it mentions about Deuteronomy, um, where, um, you know, it, it talks basically the poor will always be there and you need to look after the poor and, and that. Um, um, but what I was trying to, yeah, I was just trying to get over the fact that the whole chapter is more about honouring Jesus. That's where I'm trying to get at. Um, and yes, there is a financial element to that oil, but um, you know, it carries on going through the whole chapter about honouring Jesus. Um, and that was Mary's way of doing it. We've had Martha and Lazarus's way of doing it, of hosting a meal and um, waiting at the table. On June, sorry. I'm just thinking about honouring Jesus. Um, does it say in the margin, you know, the Bible? Because I just can't remember. Does it refer to it being a prophetic act as well? Because priests were anointed um, and kings were anointed as Sharon was saying and and I think that that is because um, it didn't seem to do anything without it being a prophetic act did it? especially in Matthew because yeah, Matthew was writing to the Jews and they would have known yeah. all the scriptures and everything this was fulfilled through this you know so just just taking it for a minute outside yeah. of the love aspect and how much 
you know, the thing worth yeah. it, the thing. Like I said, it mentioned about the king's, you know, the oil, expensive oil. Is it yeah. mentioned, please? Is there a thing? Yeah, it doesn't in here, no. But I'm sure it, it means that as well, because yeah. they, they did get anointed, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but it does just talk about associate with the king, um, you know, oil for the king. It was always a double meaning <laughs> in everything. That's it. That yeah. yeah. It reminds me a little bit of. Um, there's a parable of like the workers where some of the workers work a full day and some work like an, the, uh, an hour or something yeah. and they get the same wage they yeah. don't get a day's wage and they say to the, the guy that's paying them oh that's not fair blah blah yeah. you know, he only worked half a day or whatever and then what Jesus, what the in the parable the guy says you know I can't remember the exact phrase, but it's like along the lines of, you know, if I want to be generous, that's my business sort of thing. Yeah. And it's always, I feel like something, it's like whenever there's like extravagance or generosity, is always quite an offensive thing because you can always ask the question, you know, that could have gone somewhere else. Yeah. You can always do that. Um, and it's like, it, it does cause a lot of offence. And it's almost like Jesus is trying to kind of like, make Mary feel guilty for yeah. it and you see in verse 7 Jesus is like just leave her alone yeah. he's almost like he's he's almost he's, offended her like she offensive. wants to be generous yeah. let her be generous let her be extravagant yeah. um, you know it's not going to make anything you know that's her business sort of thing like she can do that yeah. mm. it's quick you know the um, she wipes like, uh, his feet right with her long hair yeah Anybody shade on that? Any lines on that? Because it's not hair's not like a great white thing. <laughs> 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 She's just getting a bit jealous though, is that what She'd have that spell as well. She would, yeah. So yeah. if you'd just done it with the rag, couldn't have bought over the rag. A woman's hair shaved. They used to put a wig on to cover it. Do you remember something about that? Right, I don't know. A woman's covering is through a husband. Right. I don't know. Right. Um, now you're just giving me a picture of taking a wig off. I don't know what the significance about the hair and that, other than yes, she would have that smell as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but also all the sort of any grime. I think you get when you when you make a sacrifice, you get blessed as well. Yes. Like, um, or, or maybe it's a bit like the bit where the, in the parable where the father runs to his son. Yeah. He's, it's like he doesn't care about decorum or kind of no. whatever. And I think it's the same. Ignoring the decorum, he's like caught up in this dramatic moment, and this sort of this um, declaration of his in silence, and he's going to save. Yeah. I think this communicating value and worth. Like if you if, like look over the, the the Gospel of John, study Lazarus and his family, Mary, Martha. Yeah. It's very evident they are extremely wealthy and very connected to Sadducees who are the social elite. Um, you know, there's Pharisees and Sadducees at Lazarus' funeral. That doesn't happen. You know, they don't show up for yeah. webs. I suppose they had his own tomb as well, didn't they? Especially if you've got, um, yeah. you know, if you're a leper, you're completely written off. And so for them to still come.
problems were like his funeral. I mean, he was big time, big guy. Which probably explains why they've got twenty six rounds on the oil line, right? Um, but I think that only communicates more that this woman who was probably like an aristocrat, you know, she's yeah. a very well regarded in society woman in this family. Um, she's on her knees washing this dirty guy's feet with expensive oil, rubbing her hair to dry it. Like I think that really is this what it's communicating. It communicates to me or worth a lot more than than me or my you know position or whatever it is. Wasn't it? I think like wouldn't it be expensive to wear the hair down? Not necessarily. That's largely you know yeah, you that into it. Well, I, mean, I know it talks about um, Martha as well. About Jesus told us, to, you know, to before, you know, don't don't fuss in a sense. So don't always sort of wait at the table. Things, you know, do sort of sit down. Um, so she's already sort of. It, it's really interesting how it sort of just centres on Mary. This um, this passage. Um, so I think you know it is taking you are getting um, and I wanted to go on um, about uh, up to 36 chapter verse 36 as well really because it's all about um, this whole thing is about um, honouring the, the Lord um, and we've seen Lazarus, Martha, uh, Mary um, and we've also then in the later verses um, it's just getting a bit late um, that the Jews um, and the sort of called the people um, honour Jesus as well um, and that's by um, when he goes into it, what goes towards Jesus and everyone hears that he's on his way um, and the news that Jesus was on his way swept through the massive crowd gathered for the feast so they took palm branches and went out to meet him um, so you've got the general public the, um, the Jews, people who are wanting to see him and wanting to see Lazarus again as well who's just been raised from the dead um, they've come out to see this man um, and they want to honour him as well by and they break down all the palm trees palm trees, palm branches um, and lay them on the floor for him now what's the significance of that? Um, well again um, palm trees are a sign of um, what's the um, that's one thank you yeah yeah it's palm trees grow in deserts um, and that's um, I think it, it's um, in the Old Testament about Deborah um, she sat under a palm tree um, as a judge in Israel and received the strategy to overcome her enemies. So it's seen as, um, um, you know, it's, it's a powerful place to, to be. It's a powerful tree. It grows in the desert. You can get shade from it. Um, so people, the people, therefore, come along and line the streets um, with palm branches. Um, and then Jesus, um, what does he decide to do then? Um, again, find a donkey well that's his disciple to find a donkey why a donkey um, why not a horse why not something a bit more that can you know substantial that can take his weight um, you know why this little foal of a donkey um, and again harks back to the Old Testament times um, when um, in Zechariah um, where um, it's proclaimed that the king will come on a donkey but not on a war chariot and things um, and then uh, so that's how 
people honour Jesus. Um, and then we've got, um, just go on a bit further, Rebecca, please. Um, chapter 20, is it? Yeah, chapter 20. Um, so then we hear about a um, number of foreigners among the nations who were worshippers at the feast. They went to Philip um, and asked him, would we like to see Jesus? Um, now these apparently are Greeks, um, and they want to see Jesus. Um, and I believe the significance of that is the fact that the apostles have been out to the Gentiles um, and preaching, and now the Greeks have come to see Jesus. Um, so it's, it's the whole thing is that everybody coming to honour Jesus, um, and then. Oh, oh, when I've read that, I've always it seemed a little bit odd mm-hmm. to use the answer, but they they come. Hey, the Greeks want to talk to you. Yep. It's almost a bit something quick. Yes. This is my time. So. Yeah. This is the time. Yeah. It's, it's is. And then God shouts out in a big booming voice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And that is again God honouring His Son. Um, so now Jesus has been honoured by by the main man, um, by God the Father, the big voice from heaven. Um, and the Old Testament prophets have foretold of his journey um, into Jerusalem. Um, we hear that um, some of the chief rulers actually on Jesus um, not necessarily out loud as such but um, in their own heads and that knowledge who he is um, and then Jesus at the end of 35 I think it is um, he then sort of acknowledges himself um, so what we really wanted to get over in the passage is that you know this is all about honouring Jesus, and it's honour is a big thing. It's not just a, a, um, a whimsical thing. Um, Jesus replied that this is the time for the Son of Man to be glorified. Let me make this clear. A single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain of wheat unless it drops into the ground and dies, because then it sprouts and produces a great harvest of wheat all by one, all because one grain died. So one piece of grain, little seed on the plate there, that's not really going to do anything if just by watching it. Um, but you could germinate it, you could plant it, water it, and therefore you get um, plants growing. Um, the person who loves his life and pampers himself will miss, tr- miss true life, but the one who detaches his life from the world and abandons himself to me will find true love and enjoy it forever. If you want to be my disciple, follow me and you, and, and you will go where I am going. And if you truly follow me as my disciple, the Father will shower his favour upon your life. So it was... Jesus is saying, you know, follow me, um, sort of take up your cross and follow me. Even though I am torn within, my soul is in turmoil, I will not ask the Father to rescue me from this hour of trial, for I have come to fulfil my purpose, to offer myself to God. So, Father, bring glory to your name. And then God says, way, fantastic. Um, so, I just want to just go away with basically to honour Jesus and honour God in all that you do. Um,
what your thoughts are and what your actions, I suppose. Um, and I'll just remember what honour is. It's to truly love uh, without measure um, and what we've heard tonight. So, hopefully. We hope this message blessed you. If you're hungry for the more of God, if you want to be equipped to live the normal Christian life 24-7, see miracles, walk in healthy relationships, and discover Christ in you, then why don't you head over to www.idestiny.org.uk. iDestiny is Kingsway's five-month full-time ministry and discipleship school, starting both in March and September every year. For more information on Kingsway Church, please visit www.kwcm.org. And for more information about our destiny, please visit www.idestiny.org.uk. Have a great day.